Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Let's continue to bless the Lord and thank Him for this evening, the privilege we have to hear from Him. Lift up your voice and bless His name and thank Him. And tell him to let his beauty be revealed in your life today. Let your beauty be revealed in my life. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. All his wonderful passion and purity. Oh, that Spirit divine, all my nature refined, till the beauty of Jesus be seen. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me all his wonderful passion and purity oh that spirit divine The beauty of Jesus be seen. So let the beauty of Jesus be seen. All his wonderful passion. Oh, that. All my nature till the beauty of Jesus be seen in Divine, all 
my nature if I'm speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even as unto babes in Christ verse 3 for ye are yet carnal for whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions are ye not carnal and walk as men tonight we are talking about spiritual or carnal Spiritual or carnal? It's a question that comes to you and me. That every one of us must answer. Either spiritual or carnal. The whole Christian life is one spiritual life. We are born of a spirit into the spirit. To walk in the spirit we bear the fruits of the spirit. God gives us gifts of the spirit. Our lives are essentially in the spirit. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that he that has not the Spirit of God is not one of his. Because the Bible says that 
The Spirit of God bears witness with our own spirit that we are the children of God. Now put all of that together, it comes under that word spiritual. So when we gather as a church, our identity is spiritual. When we begin to get other emphasis other than spiritual emphasis, we cease to be the church. And we shouldn't be afraid of perhaps too much overemphasis on spirituality. We should rather be afraid on too much emphasis on any other thing other than spirituality. It is the devil that paints the picture that perhaps to be spiritually minded is to become an odd fellow. To become spiritual is to, is to get out of your mind. There cannot be too much of spirituality in the same way there cannot be too much of air. Rather, the less air we have, the less trouble we are going to have. The word spirit actually comes from the word wind. Jesus said that whoever is born of God, according to John chapter 3, is you can't tell where he is coming from or where he is going. So is everyone. The wind, you can't tell where it is coming from, where it's going. So is everyone who is born of a spirit. And we can have more of, we can have, we can say it is too much. Spirituality is too much. In the same way, we can say air is too much. Our health as Christians are in the spirit. The moment we begin to get out of the spirit, we are dying. We are losing breath. We are losing air. And that is why you must ask yourself tonight, am I spiritual or am carnal? In fact, when we come to basics, when we undrip the word spiritual and carnal, we are asking ourselves, Am I alive or I am dead? Because to be carnal is to be dead. To be spiritual is to be alive. And the whole world system is against spirituality. That is the first thing that Adam attacked, uh, Satan attacked in the Garden of Eden. It was this aspect of us that came under attack, spirituality. The garden was there. 
Fruits were there. Rivers were there. Everything was there. But something had gone out. And in the new creation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When I say new creation, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. You have become a part and parcel of the new creation. And this new creation forms the church. We should not be satisfied in our mind to think that we are the church just because we've gathered, we have a place, we have a name, we come under denominational name and things like that. No, we are the church because we are we are we are in Christ. We have been made part of a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And every one of us should be able to say that indeed all things have passed away. When there is no change in your confession as a Christian, no old, no new, that confession is bogus. But it's not to condemn you, but for you to do yourself a favor where the Bible says, examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. So that you don't run in vain. Now, when you come to the church, which is the new creation, the greatest tragedy, the greatest tragedy that can happen to the church, any church, is never, it's not the lack of rich men. It's not the lack of popular men. It's not the lack of educated men. It's not even the lack of older people. Oh, all of you look like you are young folks. There's no, no older people. It's, it's not tragic at all. The tragedy, the tragedy, the greatest tragedy is the it's the lack of spiritual men in the church. It's no news that there are no big men, so-called rich men, popular men, educated men. God, God's accounting system does not count them. God rather counts spiritual men. First Corinthians one twenty six. First Corinthians one twenty six. Last week we spoke about that the message is actually about spiritual growth. And as we speak about tonight's message, it is still about that. First Corinthians one twenty six. For you see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty not many noble are called 
se enye honam fam nyansafo bebre na enye otumfo bebre enye adehie bebre na wafre won it's not the lack of this that is a collateral damage to the church no in fact sometimes when you have so much of them without spirituality they can actually be injurious to the health of the church they, they begin to think that probably they can buy god like that man who wanted to buy the gift of the holy spirit they can change something by their influence that they wield when you think you have been to school in a church anywhere be very careful that you think that you can easily become the counselor of the pastor it doesn't work that way the Bible says, Who has been his counselor? Talking about God. When you are in a church and you have money, don't begin to call attention to yourself. Your absence or presence does not define the church. It is your spirituality. So this is the greatest tragedy ever that the church lacks such men, spiritual men. So he says to the joy of common people in the church, but who are spiritual, but God, verse 27, has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. They may not have money, but are they chosen? If they are chosen, and they may not they may not be wise they are foolish but if they are chosen and they are spiritual that is for the good of the church the laodicean church in revelations among the seven churches we can we can say that they they are the richest church a church of people have made it they have money they are the hippies they are whatever billionaires in the church but to to the shock of everyone they were the poorest by god's assessment as jesus tarries said yes god will bless us but we should never forget that what makes the church a spiritual man if all you get are the things of this world but you lose spirituality we degenerate from the church to something else verse 28 and base things of the world and things which are despised and I dare tell you that some most spiritual people are despised. Most spiritual people are despised. Their wisdom does not make sense. 
to the elite. They are, they, are, they are input are not welcome. Especially in this day and age where money is everything. But it has pleased God to choose, yea, the things which are not, to bring to not things that are. Verse 29 that no flesh, no flesh should glory in his presence. Spiritual men, they are very key in the church life. They are the transmitters of God's power in the church. They are the conduits of God's presence in the church. Anything that is divine, holy, godly, reviving, empowering, it comes through the tracks of spiritual men. Times of revival are times of the emergence of spiritual men. Times of refreshing are times of the fellowship of spiritual men. So we can't play at all with spiritual people. In this church, if the most important people are spiritual people, may it be your aim and objective to be a spiritual person. Before you think of anything else, take spirituality and spiritual men out of a church. And in the words of Samson, the church become as weak as other any other man. When spirituality left Samson, that is how he became. As weak as any other man. And we must understand that that is exactly how we are without spirituality. Judges chapter 16, the verse number 17. Judges 16, 17. That he told her all his heart talkativeness. It is one of the doorways through which spirituality goes out. Too much talking, indiscreet talking. He told all his heart and said unto her, There has not come a razor upon my head. The secret was out. For I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, my spirituality will go, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. If he said, On Yankopon, Utriafo, enemy free, Mina Yamuno, so will you meet Tiria, Manamahua Dimbe Frimho, now Major Joma, you say, Unipebia. Brothers and sisters, take it from me tonight. And you are no more far in Frim and Tenana D. You are not weak when you lose money. 
In fact, you are not even weak when you lose your health. You are not weak. We, may, we will all lose loved ones as time goes by. But the, the loss of a loved one is not the loss of strength necessarily. What makes you lose strength is the loss of spirituality. When you have been sacked from your workplace, you have not lost strength. You are still a strong man. When you are despised and rejected by people, you and but you have spirituality. You are a strong man. But when spirituality goes, then you become like any other man. You have money, but like any other man. You have influence, but like any other man. You have social respect and honor. You see, there, there, there are even churches like that. They have social respect. We respect them in the church. Oh, it's a great church. It's a big church. It is headed by so and so. But if there is no spirituality, you have no strength. Now, on the other hand, when Samson said that I shall be like any other man, then it means that the Lord anointed the church. It's not like any other man. That is a spiritual lesson we should learn. That as God's people, we are not like other men. When people are saying, you are just like me. No, you are spiritual. You are not like them. He said, I shall be like any other. So at the moment, I'm not like them. The weapons of their warfare at Kana, man is not Kana. You never saw something dressed with, you know, sword, whatever. The strength of the Lord was not Kana. It was invisible. It was a spiritual equipment he carried. He was not like the, 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 the Philistines, like other men. That's spirituality right there. When we are not like other men, that is spirituality. Spirituality is the degree to which we are not like the rest. Carnality makes you like any other man. You choose like other men choose. You talk like other men talk. You do your things the way they do their things. First Samuel chapter 8 verse 5. First Samuel 8 verse 5. And said unto him, This was a very unfortunate time in the history of Israel. There was a departure, a tragic departure from the ways of the Spirit into carnal 
ways. I pray for you that anywhere you have departed from the spirit, today you will retrace your steps back. This was the genesis of Israel's trouble when they met they made such an unpopular request before God. And he said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. This is the step into carnality like the nations I want to dress like them I want to be like them I want what they they have like the other nations Whereas spirituality makes you unlike other men. You see, it's not difficult to judge at all between spirituality and carnality. That's what we're learning right now. That's what you, 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 these are the scales of judgment for your, for your, your life. Carnality makes you like others. Look at where you stay. How different are you from the people? Forget about the hallelujahs you say in church and your tongue talking. What is the major difference, the distinctives between you and others? Carnality makes you like others. You wear their badge. You have their identity. You have their demeanor, their attitude, their, 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 their front view. Everything is like them. You are like the common people. As a matter of fact, when God's word says holy, holy means uncommon. That's what the Hebrews call kadosh. It's, it's different, unique. But carnality loses difference. You are like the rest. Whereas spirituality is like gold among stones, carnality is stones among stones. Like the nations. How many people call themselves Christians, but they are still ingrained and rooted in family traditions like them? They have never crossed the boundaries of family traditions and celebrations into the holy land where those things are no more. Come on, people. How many of you have some worldly people as your instructor, as your model? That is common. 
Jesus never said I'm like this person I'm like that one all the time you are saying my father does something and I do it my father my father my father and it the people even got bothered about it listen spirituality is a chosen generation spirituality is royal priesthood royal family is different from common families spirituality is holiness unto the lord where holiness unto the Lord means I am different unto him my friends may not like it but that's not an issue at all I am holy unto the Lord that's spirituality brothers and sisters I've not spoken about seeing visions that is not the issue on the table I'm talking about your distinctiveness your your separateness your uncommonness the how unique you are not, not something charismatic spirituality is peculiarity you are peculiar that is what first peter 2 9 tells us first peter chapter 2 verse 9 you see these holy apostles they knew what spirituality meant he tells us in first peter 2 9 but you are a chosen generation what is that spirituality a royal priesthood what is that spirituality a holy nation peculiar people you should show forth the praise of him who has called you out of commonness darkness into his marvelous light spiritual spirituality is not noise making it is difference making when we deafen our neighbors with our sound from here all night after all night 40 days it doesn't mean we are spiritual but the difference we make we have in our lives and we make through our lives is the depths of our spirituality when you have church logo printed in your t-shirt it's a wristband it's around your neck it's on a sticker on your car that is noise making but that is not spirituality when you begin to now make a difference you are now soul winning you are winning others to christ you are you are you are decreasing darkness in the world and increasing light you are showing the fruits of the spirit the love of god and all of that that is spirituality what is spirituality it is the sense of being a stranger and a pilgrim in the world mind you we are talking about spiritual or carnal and the Lord is showing us what that actually means by close circuit looking camera looks into God's word 
Peter 2, 11. We are in the same First Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Who is spiritual? Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lusts, from carnal lusts, which war against the soul. Carnality is the sense of belonging to the world. Spirituality is a sense of belonging to another world. When you are carnal, you have preaching after preaching, exhortation after exhortation, appeals after appeals, going to church after going to church, changing churches, all of that. You still have chronic attachment to the world, like lost wife. Something like an incurable attachment. You cannot be detached. Almost like the sword of the spirit has no power over you as far as your attachment to the world is concerned. You wonder what lost wife had left behind in Sodom and Gomorrah that he will risk, she will risk her whole life for that thing. Now, when you have you are you are that way, so what is that? There is God has a difficult time. Winning you out of the world, it confirms that you are carnal. Instead of being an onward Christian soldier, a stranger and a pilgrim in this world, you 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 don't you are not able to make that rather you become a pillar of salt, no more a pilgrim. You 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 stagnate, you you, you are choked. You are grounded by the world. That is carnal. Carnality is the absence of heavenly mindedness. These are the days that the last thing you can find about professing Christians is this thing I call heavenly mindedness. The first thing to find is worldly mindedness. But all our spiritual lessons orientate our minds towards heavenly things. You should not be ashamed that you are heavily minded and a host of other people are earthly minded. No shame at all. It should not be ashamed that your mind is set on things above, not on things on the earth. With that kind of mindset, you have a different priority in life. 
listen when you are a christian you don't need a to-do list to prioritize you need the mind of the spirit to prioritize it's not the economy and the things going on that sets your priority but the nature of the spirit that you have that is what sets the priority when people put money one on their top list you put money at number 10 because you have the mind of a spirit if it was not for the mind of the spirit that the man abraham abraham was very spiritual to hear god to go and kill your son you must be spiritual if it was not for that mind he would have chosen where lord chose fire and brimstone would have been his portion but by the spirit he put all those great prospects down and he said no that is not the priority lot very carnal when you are spiritual you don't go where everybody is going you don't do what everybody is doing you don't say what everybody is saying he said when men shall say there is a casting down we will say there is a lifting up why because there is a different orientation of the, of the spiritual man when you are carnal eternal things are lighter in your estimations you rather front load and you are all over temporal things instead of eternal things to be a christian is to have that distinctive that uncommonness whereby you esteem eternal things more than temporal things we can still call ourselves christians we need another book for that endorsement when we are saying that temporal things are what are important rather than eternal things carnality things now spirituality things beyond now you want to go to school you want to marry you want to do a business you just don't think your thinking is not just bounded by time there is a transcendence in your thought there is an eternal perspective to your thinking John chapter 6 verse 27 John 6 27 labor not for the meat which perisheth that is Jesus estimation of temporal things but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life eternal things jesus has immediately divided people into two spiritual 
or canal. Canality is being bounded by time, by perishable things. Spirituality is, is transcends time and lay holds on things that do not perish. The Bible said that you have an inheritance incorruptible reserved in heaven for you. All that Christians will have that confidence that there is a deposit in heaven for them, a reserve in heaven for them, just like they are going to deposit money in a bank and they know tomorrow they can go and cash it. All that we will have said confidence. Listen, Christian witnessing is more than deafening people's ears with John 3, 16 and hell and all those things. In your manner of living, your carelessness about the things of this world it arrests their attention your, your freedom from the things of this world you are freed from it you, you are not one of the people that you are not just a consumer in the world you are freed from them and they look at you and say what kind of freedom is this what kind of glorious liberty is this that people are concerned about what they will eat what they will wear what they will drink where that they will be clothed but he careless that is a witness when we lose that kind of authentic apostolic witness we begin to write on placards and be standing on the roadside Jesus saves with our t-shirts and our jeans and all those bogus kind of witnesses it's good but it is inadequate real witnessing is composite it's more than just personal tracts it is the display of your life it, 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 is the, it is the testimony you bear to eternal things that is spirituality and that is witnessing listen john the divine the beloved was in the island of patmos he was not passing trust trust he was not holding crusade yet he said i was there for the testimony of jesus i am testifying in isolation why because i have eternity on my mind so when they come to tell John an aged man said you know what you are very old why don't you recount recount Jesus so that we take you back to safety and then you die in dignity he said no Jesus is real than this freedom you want to offer me the eternal things are more glorious than wherever I came from let me be banished in this isolation what kept him there it was more than the governor's decree and their persecution and their threats it was the testimony of eternal things that sent him there I am believing God that these things will come to us 
where it will not be circumstances and situation dictating things for us. It's not because of persecution that we are scattered, but because of eternity-mindedness. We understand what God is saying that a soul that sinner will die, and 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 this is the condemnation coming into the world, but he who does not believe on the son is down. We understand all these things, and it gives us feet. We begin to move by eternal persuasion. That your coming to church is different. It's not people who are just chasing you around, come to church, come No, you know, you know, but I have to be there as the day approaches. There is a day coming. You are not ignorant and careless whether you will come or not is not one of your calculations at all. I mean, how are you a Christian? That is too light, people. Something must enter us. It is not enough to even be pulling people to church. That pool must be within you yourself. They see the way you are and they are attracted by the, the smartness, the zeal, the joy, the gladness with which you come to the house of the Lord. That is spiritual. Brother, why are you going to church? Not because we have a revival. We have a three days program. We have some prophetic program. No, but because the day is approaching. That is, that is spirituality. God looks at people in church and they are shouting and screaming, fire fall, give it to me, my inheritance, I claim it. This, that, that, that. They say, these are not spiritual people. They are very carnal. But the one who is very silent, he's going to church, nobody hears his voice. But in his spirit, it's written, even so come Lord Jesus. But that's why I'm going to church. There is a day coming, just like tomorrow I expect to wake up and go to work jesus may come tomorrow and i'm the day i'm not forsaking the assembly of my brethren because a day a day there is a day you are mindful of eternal things that is spirituality look up here i challenge you how many of us make much ado about our birthday as useless and worthless as that is more than the day of the lord you begin to load yourself i don't know what you are loading birthday loading this one i'm coming whatever but the day you see you are carnal. You talk in tongues, but I want to tell that you are carnal. You see visions, but you are carnal. You are you 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 are active as a youth in church. You are dancing and in a choir and doing whatever you are doing, but you are strip naked carnal. Oh, let me show you who was spiritual among the disciples of Jesus. Mary Madeline. He believed in eternal realities that Jesus will rise again. That should be a paradigm for believers. 
to live in that intensity that one day we shall rise look at the way he was going always to the garden and coming always where have you laid my lord he will question the gardener where is jesus he must i'm looking for him that is somebody who is spiritual holy ghost have not come yet for here to talk in tongues but that was spirituality in advance please for your own soul's salvation admit in all humility receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul when you see these signs when you see your sluggishness in coming to church don't wait for a rebuke from the pulpit don't wait for the prophets and the apostles and the pastor to tell you that brother you are slowing down you are becoming can you yourself take your first spiritual lessons that something is wrong with me the way i'm coming to church the way i don't come the way i am slow the way i esteem money more than the word of god the the, the, the way i will give up anything you know in, in in order to be in the world other than in the church that alone should tell you yourself even in medicine these days we are advancing to a stage where you can do your own pregnancy test you can do your own malaria test you can do your std test why can't you take a spiritual test you have a soul you don't understand what do you think we are in this room for you think this is one man's church somebody's church you think we are doing Methodist, baptist whatever charismatic and then that will be it wake up this thing is real god is speaking wake up carnality feeds on milk all the time it feeds on milk all the time carnality it feeds on milk it feeds on milk it takes milk first corinthians chapter 3 verse 2 first corinthians chapter 3 verse I have fed you with milk. And what was it talking about? It was in relation to the carnal people in the church. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. What is what is milk like? It is sweet. It doesn't take much effort to drink milk we don't masticate milk we don't chew milk if you are even toothless you can drink it and that is how many people are they don't want anything hard milky christians on a milky way milk that's all sweet stuff sugar stuff but spirituality wins itself from milk to take meat in verse 2 i fed you with milk not with meat 
Listen. The kind of God's word you can take and for how long you can take it is a sign of your spirituality or carnality. All preaching are not the same. Who can take God will bless you tomorrow and fill your, your ban with whatever you want? Who can take that? But when you begin to hear, take up your cross and follow me. When you begin to hear, let the dead bury their dead, but go down and preach the kingdom of God. I'm not talking Proverbs, I'm talking Jesus. That's what he said. When you hear that, when you hear, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part in me. That means you are going to die with me. When you hear that, that kind of God's word, how you take it, and for how long you can take it. Listen, if your endurance as God's word is just 15 minutes, you are 15 minutes spiritual. Nobody told us to come to church and close within that micro hours of three hours. Nobody said that. It is nowhere in the Bible. Nobody said we should meet on only select days of the week. Nobody said that. If you care to know the record is straight in the book of Acts, the authentic history of the church, they met daily. And I'm saying that the kind of God's word we hear and how long we can take it, don't defend yourself. Be helpless under the examination of the word and of the spirit, but that is how spiritual you are. You watch your time more than more than you watched preaching. You make signs, you you make signs to tell the preacher that look, I mean what's the big deal we are talking too much can you just let us go that's you look at yourself you are not God what kind of audacity is that what kind of irreverence is that what kind of shameless boldness is that to intimidate or scorn or spite a preacher in the pulpit. So how come? Generation of vipers. That's what John the Baptist said. Who has told you to run from the judgment to come? A faithless and a perfect generation. Don't you understand that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God? If you switch down preaching, you switch down faith. 
the world will overcome you instead of you overcoming the world because this is the victory but overcome the world our faith and where do you get it from you don't get it from your emotions you get it from the straight preaching of god's word for how long nobody knows stay there listen and have faith and overcome the world. So woman do yes soon affair. Yes, and do so if it said you see when you were a Christian, you want to be surrounded by fellow Christians, not devils. So we are Christian. I was a Christian for the time we see an abundance and for because the word is light, it shines in the darkness. It's devils who react to God's word. They make their faces some way that you can't preach. They scorn, they laugh, they spite. They talk to their friend at the back when you are preaching. They are making signs to hell with that devil. Listen to me. When you are one of the light, you are you are you are of God. You you want to hear all that God is saying. You want to say, Speak to me, Lord. Thy servant is hearing. For how long? I don't know. What kind of it? I don't know. Just give it to me. Evermore, give it to me. I'm believing God for a revival that we will, we will sit and listen to God's word we will get tired and lie down listening to God's word we will sleep and, we, and, and they will preach over us the word we will wake up still and the word is still going on that is Christianity. And when you are not wise, as stupid as you are, you want to remain in your carnality. That is how you wreck your home. Not enough message, not faith to challenge the thing that come against your house. Your, your, you, you say your husband is staying too long in the church. He should come home. That is how your home will be crushed. You say your children are staying too long in the church for cartoons. They can watch it all day. I blow a whistle on your worldliness, your backsliding, your compromise, your carnality, and if you don't repent, even your apostasy. But may God have mercy on your soul that you will wake up in such a time as this. Don't you understand that Jesus said one thing is needful? When we come to church, it's not the power that is needful, it's the preaching that is needful. If I preach Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, and so what? Let there be preaching. You say you sing for me, I don't need your singing. You say you do whatever in the church, I don't need it. If you can't endure preaching, you are fine. For, for the time will come you see the way i'm preaching but it's how every serious authentic preacher must preach if you come here you are telling tales and you are just flexing you were a joker god didn't call you or you are backslidden this preaching must have material in it must have strength fiber iron rods tenacity strength in preaching you want to ask yourself what makes a great church and a strong church what makes a church you think this building makes a church there were churches in time of world war they will be in the church and the part of the church will be bombarded 
Wasi ye wa asafubi ye wa abra na ye kuwe di kane ba ye no mo ti a demo na ye buda na gu ya tukombo ho. But when there is preaching. When there is prayer, when there is discipline, church is happening. As a church is happening, when there is preaching, when there is prayer, warm and sincere, like our brother was doing from behind this pulpit, when there is preaching, there is prayer, there is discipline. That is church. Not discipline in where you work and discipline under all the pharaohs of the world, but when you come to church, is it not God's house? Anything goes. Who told you that? God's pay system is tougher or better depending on which side you are in the way you conduct yourself in church. John chapter 6 verse 60. Many therefore of his disciples when they heard this said this is a hard saying who can hear it? Hard saying. Can we say some hard sayings in this church? Six sixty. John six sixty. Let's read verse sixty six. John chapter six verse sixty six. From that time, this is a record. Many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. The ministry of Jesus. People went back because they said, No, this church that you have painted beautifully on this mountain is not that cool. It's not a church where we go. We thought it was a church where anything goes. No, it's not like that. They walked away. They went back and walked no more with him. What a tragedy. Carnality is partisan. Carnality is partisan. It plays party politics. It divides to rule. It causes strife and envying. That's carnality. We want to leave this room with the antidote to these things. Talking about the making of spiritual men. The making of spiritual men. All of these making truth are important of notice. Number one, lay aside carnality. Listen, carnality is like feeding bottle. It is very difficult to be put away. Flesh on your mouth is like chocolate on your mouth. 
it's like only on your lips. You want to take more of it. But you want to lay aside this same thing which will make your teeth to decay and give you spiritual diabetes. First Peter chapter 2 verse 1. First Peter 2 verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside, put distance aside. And then he actually put, pinpoints some elements of carnality for us. Malice. Guile. Nada. Hypocrisies. Envies. All evil speakings. You say you are praying, but you are pretending. You are like a Pharisee. You say you are giving offering, but there's nothing in your hands. Lay them aside. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside. Listen, carnality is a weight. It's a ton of a weight on your spirit man. Let us run, lay aside the weight, and the sin with that sweetly beset us. Carnality cripples spiritual race. You never grow to become anything. You stay in church. You are not useful. You are, you are counting years in church. You never become anything. Never become a teacher of the word, a preacher of the word, a servant of the house. N- n- not to talk of a missionary. Being sent. No. Because the weight is just too much. You are the person who is the radio station in the church. Everybody's issue comes to your, your desk. The, too much weight. You know everybody's problem and issues, what they are doing in their room, everything comes to you. What a waste of time. What a life to live. Wasted time. Lay it aside. John chapter 1, verse 21. Sorry, James 1 21. James 1 21. James chapter 1, verse 21. Wherefore, lay apart, aside, all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Put them aside. Know what carnality is. Admit it. And lay it aside. 
Listen to what I said. I didn't say no what canality is and lay it aside. There is something in the middle. Admit it. Spiritual pride is one of the most offensive sins before God. When you are carnal, the carnal must admit his carnality and then he will have grace to lay it aside. We have seen that carnality comprises malice, deception, pretense, unreality, hypocrisy, envy, evil speaking, and all these things. Carnality can get cool sometimes. You know? Yes, hypocrite. You are just in the church. Evil speaking once in a while. I mean, no big deal. You are, you are speaking evil about people. Strife here and there. Division here and there. That is a kind of a cool carnality. But carnality can also get worse with outright break out of sins of the flesh, like immorality. So, so cool carnality is there the one that you can do it and still preach you can do it and still worship you can do it you know and pretend and say sister but you know that you have something against the person brother cool carnality get carnal then there is an outbreak of carnality into outright sense of the flesh immorality witchcraft seditions fighting blows all over it's carnality on the street that's what I mean look at me I don't care that's how I appear whether you like it or not outbreak of carnality number two desire the sincere milk of the word Making, making of spiritual men. Desire the sincere milk of the word. First Peter chapter two verse two. As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may become spiritual, you may grow thereby. The word is the key word here is sincere. Listen, any milk product beside the breast milk of a mother is not sincere milk. That is the kind of thing talk. On the surface, they all have the same color. You can buy a formula from the pharmacy and you, 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 you do the solution 
is whitish, creamy, like the original breast milk, yet it is not sincere. Church, listen to me. In this day and age of all stages of God's word, there is milk, there is meat, there is strong meat, there are the insincere versions. Insincere. You can't be spiritual with insincere nutrition. You only become fanatical. You become charismatic. You become flamboyant. You become a, a, a Christian hippie without reality without the image of christ stamp on your heart that's all you have because there is something insincere you become a latogen baby not breast milk fed human proper human being the whole church can be bloated like that on insincere milk if you know anything about breast milk it even helps a child's immunity it lays a foundation for for his immune system for all his life if it is sincere there are some sicknesses you may never contract if you were breastfed well but if not you become susceptible to some diseases because you lacked sincere milk at the beginning look up here you're talking about preaching prayer discipline discipline yourself and listen to God's word the way you begin your Christian life is important a lot of carnal lifestyles are because of the foundation of those people. No sincere milk of the word. If the foundation be destroyed, what will the righteous do? So even though we are talking about milk of the word, it's important you get the right one, sincere milk of the word. That's what we do in the church. Sometimes the milk of the word it helps in the making of spiritual men. But milk alone is not enough. Number three, go on to get the meat of the word. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 none of you grew up on milk alone you had meat as well Hebrews 6 1 therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ the milk let us go on, on to perfection maturity 
You see, meat is what brings us into perfection. I'm talking about the word of God. Christian perfection is possible, but through the intake of the meat of the word. Don't say, but it's who I am, but it's what I am. You are not like that. You are supposed to be like Christ. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me with sang it. How? Through the meat of the word. The things that makes us carnal. To get out of them. To get out of them. Into perfection. We need the meat of the word. And I hear say again. That we should not have the carnal attitude of signaling to preachers and preaching that it, it, it is too much. You, you need the word. When you can say like Peter to whom shall we go that had the words of eternal life then will an unstable Peter become an apostle because you want meat. You don't run away. You stay. There is hope for spiritual babes. There is hope for them to become apostles, to become great spiritual giants, but not by reducing the church to a playground. The preacher is a 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 playmate. You are also a playmate. You know, we we laugh, we we play games, we 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 signal so we close us and all those kind of things. It will never bring us to maturity and to perfection. Sometimes. The church acts funny. In fact, that is what you mean by babe. We will make sure that we tune, we fine tune our sound. Lights must be working, state lights, everything, the finis, the professionalism, but the lives of the people are out of tune. No meat, imperfection, hypocrisy, carnality. For short, but what these apostles were concerned about, nobody was a sound engineer in Acts chapter 2, nobody was a sound engineer in, 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 in Corinth or in Ephesians. What they were doing was tuning the lives of the people, they were giving them a moral tune, a holy tune, a spiritual tune, an eternal tune. That was what they were doing. 
They were perfecting that which concerns their faith. They were not giving them makeup lessons in church. They were giving them spiritual makeup lessons. Paul would tell the Corinthians that I came unto you, but I'm coming again for your second benefit. The man was in on their perfection. Have you not read in Colossians that he might present us perfect in Christ Jesus? But not without the administration of the meat of the world. Listen to me. It takes longer time to cook meat than to cook milk. When we come for meat services, Wednesday worship and where life is meat services. We are not here for milk. When we meet on Sundays, even though there are visitors here, but I'm also aware of some of you, your soul, your life, your eternity. I think far more than money in your pocket. That is the government's business. That is how short your vision is. I think more than what you wear. That is your dressmaker's objective. He doesn't think any more than that. But I go beyond. I am concerned about what you wear. But I also want to know that you have the garment of righteousness upon you. As for the word of God, if we forfeit it, spiritual growth and maturity is not in view. In other words, carnality continues. Finally, allow yourself to be influenced by spiritual men. This is very important. Look at First Corinthians chapter one. Chapter three, rather, verse one. And I, brethren, could not say after me, could not. One more time. I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. You did not allow me. I couldn't. Paul said he couldn't influence them the way he wanted to. Listen to me. There are preachers and there are preachers. The tendency to choose preachers may come to all of us, yet it should not get into the stage of playing politics with it. I am for this one, I am for that one. I mean, you can thank God for brother XYZ, brother that when he preaches, oh, I am blessed. Oh, that brother, when I see him on the pulpit, I'm happy. There's no problem about that. You must give other space to when they come and they are not your favorite. Allow them. Some 
But with all this, there are preachers and there are preachers. Paul is a preacher. He is first among preachers. Yet, he couldn't influence them. Listen. Whilst sincere and spiritual preachers may have their limitations, even they may have even what, what we call idiosyncrasies, you know, is their mannerisms. For instance, Paul, they said that his speech is contemptible. You can look at some of the way he speaks. You know, it, it, it looks funny. The way he, he, his gesticulations and all of that. They are, he's a man after all. He has his limitations. But the greatest limitations lies with those of you who hear the word, not the preacher. A great preacher like Apostle Paul may not be able to help you because of your own attitude. And I want to ask you, are you like that? Are you the one that you are, you cannot be influenced? You are hard and impervious to spiritual truth. You are like a calabash. What is It falls on, it goes left, right. Nothing goes into impervious. The word of God describes such people. If a preacher is sent of God, anointed, appointed, listen, he is like a surgeon, a doctor. When you come to church, lose yourself. Let there be supernatural operation. Sit there with seriousness. Don't give those funny looks. We are in a theater for your, your life. And I dare say your eternal life. Not this one that you just want to come back and walk in the earth again. I don't understand why in the world people denigrate preaching. I just don't get it. Listen, my dream of a church is when people come through these doors, they see people who know how to listen to preaching. In these days where preaching are non-scoring, people preaching is what people don't pay attention to. When it's wedding, they are there for nonsense, for kisses, for food, not for preaching, not in our church. That's what I'm talking about. It is too much for you. You came out of through this window, you go out, you go through the door, you came the same way you came, the same way you go. Nobody asks you to come by the way. 
you have the preacher here as long as I stay behind this pulpit and I'm going to reproduce myself in people by the grace of God we are unbendable Unbend- your looks do not mean anything to us we can stop literally everything in the church we start with preaching we end with preaching and go home if you want you come you don't want you go home period and if you understand what it means to be a part of this church you lend yourself to that discipline whereby we train you in the act of hearing God's word like Eli train Samuel that speak Lord for thy servant hear you don't sit down with funny looks and, and, and with the spicy looks and with some communications no way come to preaching with reverence not irreverence come to preaching with a sense of his majesty load all the attributes of god behind your back he is holy he is sovereign he is mighty nobody's like him and you sit down like a tiny atom and you say speak lord i am listening that's what we do under preaching a generation that will not hear preach they want counseling pray for me counseling when do you sit down we stand up to preach we stand up to preach i stand up to preach if you want to hear counsel sit down listen to preaching matthew chapter 13 verse 15 if this church cannot be raised by god in desperate times study to teach others what are we here for when people establish schools they call them model schools model they want to model it can't we have model churches for god's sake Matthew 13, 15. For this people's heart is what's gross. May your heart never be like that. And their ears are dull of hearing. That's when we come to this church. We, we don't, we don't, I'm not here to arouse your emotions your sentiments so that you'll be giving me fun yeah pastor preach on pastor no sit down and listen to sense photoshop preaching preaching for cameras flamboyant display stage performance indeed they will not endure sound doctrine what happened to preaching and what happened to preachers and what happened to those of you who listen to preaching is it because God is giving you what you want to hear that is why he has sent all these things to you because hearing they will not hear 
their eyes they have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears it is repeated in Acts chapter 28. Hebrews 5.11, when he was talking about Mechizedek, he said he couldn't talk to them because they were dull of hearing. In Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 17, God sent the prophet to speak to them. They said, we will not hear. We will not be influenced. Chapter 7, verse 27, he's the same thing. He said, We will not be influenced. Excuse us, Jeremiah. We we aren't listening. Listen, you can make a preacher feel tired. At a point, Jeremiah said that I won't speak again. What is the use? These people are like rocks. But he said, When he kept quiet, and you see, our silence condemns men. When preaching is muted, your distraction is near. He said, when I decided to keep quiet, I couldn't because his word was like fire in my bones. That's if you see me here every day preaching to you, I don't know how long it will be, whether Jesus will come or whatever. It's because there is fire in the bones, notwithstanding your attitude. Preach! The word. Be instant in season. And out of season. Whether they want to hear it or not, preach. Whether they applaud you or not, preach. Whether they say yes, amen or not, preach. To preach is to herald. That's why we have herald. When I spoke and spoke, I put it in print for you. I hope you still go back and read those things. Not something that has no value in them. To preach is to proclaim. To preach is to speak the orders of the king. To preach is to announce tell them the kingdom of God is at hand that is preaching to preach is to lift up scriptures not motivation preaching is the expounding exposition of scriptures preaching is opening and alleging here for the time will come and it came long time before you were born so you that you have come now you must watch for the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own itching years they will heap pile on top of themselves teachers have been years Oh God, give me just five people to take to heaven with. I will be glad. I will count it as success. To go to heaven? 
is a success. Hey, and to take one more person with you is a success. Greater success. Your first degree is not a success. Your money is not the success. But fleeting preacher, you are talking to us about your accounts in Dubai. Who cares? Your account in London. Who cares? We are talking about accounts in heaven, treasures in heaven, souls in heaven. Listen. Grace and truth is an army. Listen to what I'm saying. Our church membership is not given on a silver platter. We don't give church membership cheaply. Listen to what I'm saying. I am saying, I'm the foundation member. We don't give our church. At any point in time, T, we can take our membership from you. And we will let you know. Sometimes preachers say visible church, invisible church. I've not seen that in the Bible. Visible church, invisible church. So the visible ones, anything, you know, there are tests and whatever, the invisible ones are the real ones. Whenever are we going to wait to get real ones? The visible and the invisible, whatever, we must have the church, the church, period. A church member will say, here is where I belong. You are not meddling. You are not between two posts. Have you seen somebody who joined China's army and joined Russia army at the same time? What kind of traitor are you? I belong here. I stay here. I believe this thing. An army of the Lord. I speak unto you, therefore, St. Timothy and your hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ all these scriptures are not spoken anymore people are not telling things that are not even there and your hardness I'm saying the church is an army our membership is not given there is no way God said in this book that you are successful because you have 10,000 members no so it doesn't put pressure on us at all. Can I show you what success is? Thou good and faithful servant. No more, no less. Oh, good and you, 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 you were successful because you build a, 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 a hundred member choir. You were successful because you had the soloists. You were successful because you had all these MCs who were MCing for you before you preached. Successful because you had air condition. No. Good and faithful. And if you understand that word faithful, it is in relation to the Bible no more. Loyalty to scriptures. Genesis to revelation. Period. Mysteries. Faithful. A steward of the mysteries of God. Where the mysteries are the sound doctrines the word of God. Once we have oversight over that, we are faithful. And you don't understand the value of faithfulness. If you understand, if we be faithful, you will see what it will be for you. It will build your life. It will build your home. It will build your marriage. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. 
God must not do commercial advertisement in church before he gets us to listen to his word. That at this moment, this word we are coming to listen to. What kind of people are that? Unless they have motivation, what they will get, they won't hear. No, 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 no. Forget about the blessing aspect. Delight in obedience. He said, he said, thou shalt serve the Lord and he shall bless. Leave the blessing alone. Do the serving. Serve from the depths of your heart. Join whatever you want to join in the church from the depths of your heart. Don't be walking around it. Pastor from the depths of your heart. Why should I call for 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 cards of visitors on my decks to call them? What are you there for? I'm asking you, spiritual or carnal? Where's your interest? Where is it? These are the last days. Whatever we must say must be said now. Every, every preaching service. My greatest sin is when I trivialize any service. It's a sin to me before God. That any service is trivialized under my watch. It's a sin to me. It is trivialized. It's a laughing session. Oh, we can have the joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord that is pure. That is edifying. But to reduce it to concepts, games, no, that is not faithfulness. Hallelujah. Praise God. I pray for you that you'll be spiritual. And you will make, for this last point, begin to size your friends and check the people around you are they helping you to be spiritual or they are helping you to be carnal if it is books you can surround yourself with spiritual men in order for them to infest you with spirituality do it if it is preaching you will surround yourself with do it if it is a brother you can see his prayer life his zeal for the Lord his stability consistency he said brother you know what I want to be your friend be humble enough to get close if there are others to, to kick away you do the same you remove them from your life they don't when you meet you don't discuss preaching talking about soap opera huh you are talking about about i mean everything that is not helpful for us because that is your major consumption wedley songs are even part of your worship songs Canal or spiritual. Be on your feet.
Thank you, Father. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I want to be more like you. Jesus, Lord, I want to be more. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel. Wanna be more everybody Lord I wanna be more like you yes I I wanna be more like you Jesus Lord I wanna be more I wanna be more like Jesus I wanna be a vessel. Everybody say, Lord, hey, I wanna be more. For the last time, Lord, I wanna be more like you. Yes, Lord. If you mean it, He will do it for you. There is no problem with Him. Allow Him to influence you. Yes, Lord. Hey, I wanna be more. I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel. Hey, Lord, I want. I wanna be a vessel. I wanna be a vessel. You were. That means I have to be spiritual. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lord, I want to be spiritual. I want to be more like you. Lift up your voice and pray. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. The end of all things is at hand. Be sober and watch unto prayer. Somebody pray. 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 Catch fire tonight. Fire for spirituality. Let tonight's bring an end to carnality in your life let the new chapter of spirituality be open spirituality 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 lay aside carnality lay aside carnality lay aside carnality in jesus name go ahead and pray go ahead and pray go ahead and pray the lord is here he is here to touch you he is here to heal you. He is here to deliver you from carnality. From carnality. From carnality. It's time to be spiritual. It's time to seek the Lord. Break up your fallow ground. Break up your fallow ground. Break up your fallow ground. The fallow ground of carnality. Break it up. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We want to be a spiritual church. We want to be spiritual. We want to be spiritual. We want to be spiritual. In the name of Jesus, we lay aside carnality. We lay aside carnality. We lay aside carnality. Lay it aside. 
I said lay it aside. You can. You can lay aside all superfluity of naughtiness and filthiness. You can lay aside every weight and the sin which that so easily beset you. Let there be spirituality. Let there be spirituality. Let there be spirituality. Let there be spirituality. In the name of Jesus. Spirituality. Spirituality. Give us spiritual men. Spiritual sons and daughters. Spiritual children. Spiritual ministers. Spiritual pastors. Spiritual people of God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. For listening to this message today, visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.